welcome to the podcast of tomorrow a futurama podcast where today for the second time today we are talking about season four episode five <laughs> Leila's home world i am Lindsay wilson joined as always by alex coons alex how's it going i'm good as a podcast listener are you disappointed when it's like oh this is like the back half of bulk recording this is gonna be <laughs> a less interesting i don't know i don't know if i feel like i notice it if they don't say anything well, we've said it, so now everyone yeah. noticed. Be, be very self-aware of the production process, listeners. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So people, let us, don't let us know if you think this one is worse. <laughs> Lindsay, what are you going to do this up- upcoming week? What will I have done? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I will have been working on my stupid PhD. Yeah, Lindsay's so. very overwhelmed with work and PhD, which sounds awful. Yes, uh, it's a lot and annoying, and I hate it, and I threaten to quit all the time, but everyone mm-hmm. insists that I can't. Uh, sounds like Cameron's burning the house down. Can you hear that? Uh, I can hear some beeping, but yeah. <laughs> is it a deer? Deer alert? Do I need to evacuate? <laughs> <laughs> I see. That'd be very exciting. Sorry, I'm not uh, paying attention to you. you. Attempting to cancel a request for help. <laughs> I, I'm I'm just going to continue talking into the into the recording. Uh, Lindsay made a small cry of anguish, and now she's leaving her seat. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Everything taken care of. Everything's fine. Cameron's cooking downstairs, and it is extremely smoky down there. <laughs> Hold on, now my my roommate is yelling for me. <laughs> See if she needs something. Sorry. What? What? So much going on. House is burning oh down. Hey, Electricians yes. asking questions. Honestly. Yeah. So we have like professional monitoring. So if the smoke alarm goes off for more than like five seconds, it calls the fire department unless we cancel it. And so I was like frantically like, no, no. (laughs) And then they called to be like, please confirm that you don't need the fire department. Wow. Damn. Yep. Anyway, I went downstairs and it is very smoky. (laughs) What is Cam cooking? He's making like some sort of fancy sauce for dinner tonight. We're having homemade pasta and whatever he is I don't know, charring (laughs) seems to be causing some problems. Yeah. Anyway, I have no idea what's going on. We haven't done anything yet. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't done anything yet. You're very stressed with work and PhD. And and my house burning down. Listen, we 10x our listeners a couple more times. Quit the PhD, quit the the work. It's all in on on Potter Tomorrow. (laughs) Could be making making 10 times more than zero (laughs) dollars. That is true. But how many? Okay. So, so we went from 20 downloads a day somehow (laughs) to randomly 200 downloads a day for one day. If we got, we we 10x that again, we got 2,000 downloads a day. That is probably in professional podcast territory. And if you 10x it again, we're done. We're We're done. (laughs) If we 10x it again, we should should probably continue with all the bad seasons and maybe go back into the good (laughs) ones again. Fine, we'll continue to gripe about this this show that neither of us enjoy watching that much. Yeah, and we'll maybe go back to the Simpsons then and now format. <laughs> yeah, that was more feedback from beloved coworker Adam was, is part of your brain missing from not knowing the colors? And then also, you realize nobody is forcing you to do this, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh, yeah. God. Thank you, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, what else do we normally talk about at the beginning of this? I guess that's enough. People will have heard like us babbling yeah. about our home lives, but what did you think of Leela's Homeworld? Arguably one of the more emotional episodes. I thought it was good. It made me think about whether we knew this information already. Did we like in the in the new season, did we get Leela's parents as mutants references? Like did this come up yes. at all? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it came up because in the episode with the like 
rage virus or whatever rage yes. rage vid 19 or whatever Layla was like in the sewer and then she comes back and everyone's like ah because they thought she was probably infectious yes so right I was a little bit confused during the timeline of it where I didn't know if clearly this is the episode where this is revealed but I already knew it and so you know mm-hmm. that was just like a little bit odd at first yeah I I think it's very similar to the last episode that we talked about where the like ending montage is very very good the mm-hmm. like montage of the parents looking overly like her entire life without it knowing is very sweet yeah. in a similar way to that the the exploding quasar was very nice but yeah and and then other than that like nothing super mind-blowing throughout the episode mm-hmm. in the way that like the dog episode i imagine is very solid throughout the brother episode yeah. is very solid throughout like that kind of stuff Yes, I think this episode works really well, but I, I agree. I think the ending is just like so solid. Yeah. I was like weeping at the end of it. <laughs> it's really good. It's like, yeah. oh my God, let me like go talk to my parents who like yeah. have looked over me my entire life. Yes, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, it's it's really beautiful, really perfect. And I, I love how it's done. And obviously we'll talk it through more when we get there. But I, yeah, like every single time I'm like, oh man, this is the one with the song at the end. And like, yeah. Yeah, it's just perfect. I really love it. So <laughs> yes, a good episode. So why don't we get into it? Let's do it. Yes. The opening caption is, it's like hee-haw, but with lasers. Yes. Any hee-haw knowledge on your end? No, but it is an American television variety show featuring country music and humor with a fictional rural cornfield county as the backdrop. Yeah, I believe. Yes. So Yahoo from The (laughs) Simpsons is a country western themed variety show, which is produced and aired in Springfield. Lurlene Lumpkin appeared on the show to guest star. While Homer was managing her musical career, I believe this was based off of Hee-Haw. Yes, you uh, Yahoo is a parody of the real-life country western variety show Hee-Haw. Mm-hmm. So, holy shit! Hee-Haw aired from June 1969 <laughs> to September 1992. Yeah, and then on TNN from 1996 to 1997. So, actually, something we could conceivably know about, but we don't. <laughs> How that's like the most prolific show ever like that's like 25 years of hee-haw i mean i'm sure i guess like the simpsons have now passed it but that is that is incredible yes yes very much so the show is equally well known for its corn pone humor that sounds like an offensive word i don't know if i should use it as for its (laughs) voluptuous scantily clad women and quote the hee-haw honeys who are in stereotypical farmer's daughter outfits recurring sketches and segment hoofed you was gone corn news (laughs) lulu's truck stop yeah Okay. Advice to the lovelorn. I could use that. So, <laughs> so this is like that, but it's with lasers. I don't Let's think it's see. anything like that, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Hee Haw seems like very ripe for podcasting. I'm shocked that maybe there is a Hee Haw podcast, but <laughs> with like such a prolific episode run and like numerous established sketch formats it seems like there should be some hee-haw podcasts out there yeah i think it's hard with like music acts like i don't know maybe not mm-hmm. but yeah are you looking to see if there are any hee-haw podcasts there's a podcast titled oh, okay there's a podcast titled truth to ponder and it seems like maybe they did an episode about hee-haw entitled gloom despair and the agony on me <laughs> so okay. i don't know i don't know what's going on there and then Hee Haw, celebrating 75 years of It's a Wonderful Life by deba- debating if it's a true Christmas movie. Don't know what it has to do with Hee Haw. So feels like that is some fertile ground ground for podcasters that want to go out and podcast Hee Haw. Yeah, I guess so. 
for Boop Corner, Alex, what have you written down? Did you recognize anything? Boop, there it is. I wrote Big Band of Bosco. I believe mm-hmm. this was Bosco. Is this is this Bosco? This is literally the same one as last week, the mm. In a Cartoon Studio by Van Buren Studios. Okay. This one seemed less horny. I don't know why we started talking about (laughs) the horniness of 1931. I mean, it would still have the like voluptuous cat at the beginning if it was the same one. But yes, here, I'll like scroll ahead and see if there's anything. There's like people drawing. This does look very Bosco-ish, but. And um, yeah, so the scene is them like all playing musical instruments. There's like, it's like an orchestra. Yes. So if I just like scrub through this, there's like an orchestra here. There's a pig singing uh, cartoon today. Yeah, and then they bring it all together and they're showing the cartoon and yeah, it looks fine. Oh, and then a big kiss at the end. So wow. definitely, you know, something going on there. So the episode opens up and the professor has good news. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you know, Leela's old orphanarium. And Fry goes, yeah, we talk about it all the time. And Leela says, really? And he goes, no, burn. <laughs> <laughs> Very mean. Yeah, that Leela has won orphan of the year. Orphan of the year, yes. And I do love from the professor. I think this is a good professor episode in terms of just mm-hmm. him being cranky, but he goes, after they say burn and Bender and Fry high five, he goes, well done, fellows. <laughs> really uh, good professor invention as well. I, yeah, I'll, I'll co-sign that of uh, a solid episode for him. Yes. And the good news keeps on coming. He's invented this machine where it creates <laughs> glow-in-the-dark noses that just fits over your regular non-glowing nose. Absurd. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a giant machine. He like unveils it. It's like built into the wall of the uh, <laughs> of the office here, and yeah, goes through this huge process to make this glow in the dark dark nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then he shuts off all the lights, and you just see like a nose glowing, and that's <laughs> all. And then he sneezes, and it lands on Bender, and it's a mm-hmm. gentle comedy. Mm-hmm. So. But it produces a ton of toxic waste, <laughs> and the professor's like, "It's nothing. It's nothing. That's it. If you think it's anything, you're a suspicious moron." <laughs> Yes, very much of the the Simpsons movie of the the big toxic lake that like, Green Day is performing in. True. Yes. Right. I could not have conjured that, but oh wow, absolutely right. That's yeah. more that's more burned into my memory than what was I talking about in the last episode <laughs> of there was some Simpsons reference. Oh, of the Malibu Stacy plant. Mm. Yes. Oh, definitely not for me. Yeah. <laughs> So Hermes is like, you can either bribe me or get rid of all this toxic waste. And Bender's <laughs> like, no, pay me instead and I'll get rid of it for you. Yes. So Hermes is going to charge $500 and Bender charges $4.99 and 100 cents. Yes. And he's paying for the convenience, even though it's a ripoff. <laughs> and Bender just dumps all of it down the into the sewer. Mm-hmm. So we go to Leela's award ceremony and she get. Oh, yeah, I guess we get like the backstory of when Lilo was dropped off because the guy who runs it is like, because I have a photographic memory and I remember every night. <laughs> yeah, the I like this character, the the owner of the orphanarium. Yes. Uh, he starts this speech where he's awarding Lila the orphan of the year of it's not easy being an orphan, not if I have anything to do with it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's kind of a cute moment where we see him see, like picking up Lila. She's one of the basket babies. And mm-hmm. He says, like, oh, I guess you're an alien. What a beautiful, gigantic eye you have. He seems very tender and sweet with her and just brings her right inside. Yeah, like he takes her inside and he's holding her and he throws the wicker basket onto this, like, giant pile of other wicker baskets (laughs) from other orphans being dropped off. Yeah, so now she's a county certified starship captain. And I thought that was a funny little uh, caveat. (laughs) (laughs) Did you freeze frame the other winners of the Orphan of the Year award? Yes, you know I did. (laughs) Very good ones here. I thought they were all very funny. We've got, let's see, often seen in the background of news sports, mm-hmm. a diligent flosser, 
has tasted every McDonald's sandwich and successfully switched from heroin to meth. Yes. Since I am very pedantic, did you notice anything in the often seen in the background of news spots? Oh, I th- news spots. I had new sports, I think. Well, so first of all, there's that, but also they spelled background incorrectly. Oh my God. I, I did not <laughs> I did not catch that. How do they spell background? Wow. Background. Yeah. Background, yeah, instead of background. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Is I guess somebody got fired for that plunder. <laughs> yeah. This happens at the end of the scene, but the there's like an interview happening with Leela and a guy is in the background wooing. Do you think that that mm-hmm. is the guy that is often seen it's in the background? Definitely the guy. Yeah. No, yeah, it's absolutely the same nice guy. Callback. Yeah. And the guy, the like orphanarium guy is ha- hanging up Leela's picture and you just hear all this hammering in the background while she's trying to give her speech. <laughs> and she says she never knew her parents. She doesn't know if they're mighty alien overlords or underpaid alien janitors who fight crime on the side. But it doesn't matter. All that matters is what I learned here. I have the strength to make it on my own. And so do all of you. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the kids all love Leela. They're like covering up their eyes to be more like her. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, double like, Leela covers both of his eyes and runs. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, and they take a picture of her with her picture for the news and the guy in the background. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been in the background of news spots? Have you like, oh, there's like a. I've been on the news a couple of times. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> but, in what uh, capacity? As a scientist? So, one time as a scientist, yes. But. Then I also... Was it, I'm so curious. Was it like, did they bring you into the studio and you had like a little like conversation yeah. with the anchors? That's right. Yes. I was on wow. live television. Oh my God. <laughs> Who gave me a microphone? Uh, do they have to like, war- even though you're like a respected scientist, do they have to like walk you through like warnings of like, don't be a crazy person on live TV? Well, no. And I think that they, I've been asked by a few people who like, have real jobs and they're like so i assume you had to undergo some sort of media training and i was like no <laughs> nobody bothered yeah. to do that for me which they probably should have <laughs> but uh, yeah <laughs> so that yeah. went fine and they were like i would never like there's no person on my team that i would like put on live <laughs> Just television throw in, yeah. giving them media training wow but yes yeah, so i could have said anything who knows but yeah and then the other time i was speaking to french cbc because i was the only child around who could speak French adequately to weigh in. <laughs> I was at the legislature in Fredericton talking about the future of the St. John campus of UNB. <laughs> was this as a as a child? As a Yeah, I was how, like how old were you? 16. Wow. Mm-hmm. Do, do you think it's uh, recorded anywhere on the internet? I super doubt it. Like they drastically scaled back <laughs> my remarks anyway, because I think my French was so poor yeah. and they were going to be featuring me on like French television. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm picturing the the Troy McClure video of uh, talking to the statistician where they his comment <laughs> is just him saying, oh, and then they cut him <laughs> off. <laughs> yes, exactly like that. <laughs> All right. So back at the office, Leela has just given this like rousing speech and everyone loved it, but she is like sobbing in the locker room or whatever. And Fry comes in and says, if those aren't tears of happiness, please stop crying. <laughs> Yeah, he says, is this room that's making you sad? It's probably the room. Just it's probably really the room. Let's go for a walk. Yeah. 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 We, this is the first time I get introduced to the little bracelet on Layla, which we also saw mm. when she was in the little basket. And it's got like alien hieroglyphs on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like Leela says, says, I usually try to keep my sadness pent up inside where a confessor has a mental illness. Yes, very, very good. And she says, I told them all that being an orphan made me strong, but all I really wanted was a mom and dad to hold me and stroke my hair and tell me that they love me. Yes. Nice kind of cut to commercial here where she's talking about how she knows that 
her her home must be out there somewhere among the stars and it kind of like pans up and then quickly pans down to the sewers to see uh, her parents looking up at her yes and there let me see if i can find it i don't think i copied it from here but leela's homeworld there was an interesting fact about how they did that scene Yes, and says, there was a large amount of debate among the writers as to whether the truth of Leela's origin should be revealed to the viewer before Leela realizes it, or mm. if it should be a surprise for the viewers as well. The final decision was made based on the idea that it would be easier to make jokes if the viewer was in on the plot. What do you think about that? Do you think you think that was the right move? I think so, yeah. And I think that it adds like a certain sort of like touching quality, I think, to have them mm. be like, like, you know, later in the episode when Leela's starting to be like, what's going on here and is furious like you're already in on it and you're like no Leela, like don't be mad yeah when she actively cocks the gun and charges yeah for like three seconds yeah exactly and and i don't think i wouldn't necessarily say that they made the right choice because it's easier to understand the jokes i think it works better as like an emotional like beat yeah. instead i i do wonder it it's a little bit interesting that throughout the rest of the episode the parents are like shrouded in cloaks and like yeah we the audience Hoods. can't see their face even when yeah, even when Leela is like not necessarily in the scene. And I do wonder if that's a side effect of that, of like they did all this animation not knowing if they were going to like do this reveal before right. or after yet. Yeah, true. But yeah, and her dad, when we first see him, has this very nice little smile on his face and the mom looks a little bit worried. Bender has expanded his like getting rid of stuff business. I do think it's a very funny visual where he's like, I'm cleaning up the set of Free Willy 3 and he <laughs> dumps the dump truck and this whale just falls out. <laughs> yeah, I love that he then has to like smush it into the sewer, like he's stepping on it and really jamming it down there. Yes, Leela says, the sewer mutants will be mad at you, but also everything else that's horribly wrong with what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. And Bender says, the mutants aren't going to be able to do anything. I'm up here and they're safely down there. And then all the grates explode, toxic <laughs> waste everywhere. And the mutants describe them. This very reminiscent of when Homer is getting rid of the garbage and then it all comes out of the, like the green on the golf course and okay, sure. exploding yeah, everywhere. Yeah. yeah, that's good. I love Bender says, what did I do to deserve this? Everything. <laughs> and so we discover that the mutagenic sewage lake is now radioactive and it's now bright enough to see how ugly they really are. It's just glowing with this horrible <laughs> green haze. This did make me remember like one of the very first episodes they go down into the sewers in New, New York and it did make me remember that I really enjoyed one of these mutant characters. None of them really stood out to me in this episode and I feel like whatever character that was was not heavily prominent in this episode, but I really did love one of these mutants. Uh, Interesting. I wonder which time. one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is the second time we've been down here, I think, because there was also the episode where Nibbler was flushed. Right. Mm -hmm. So they are lowering Fry, Leela, and Bender into the mutatious waters. Your DNA will be forever altered and you'll be a terrible mutant like us. You'll be horrible like all of us, especially him. And it's the guy who's mostly a leg. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a new one. That guy's, yeah, that's tough for that guy. Mm -hmm. Very tough. And so Bender suddenly realizes that he doesn't have any DNA. He doesn't need to be screaming, but they're going to beat him up after. <laughs> yeah, very good. And so two hooded mutants who we now can surmise are Leela's parents. They break away and they swing the crane and it drops Fry, Leela, and Bender. And Leela's like, I don't know. I think I saved us somehow. <laughs> yeah, interesting shot here as they're running away. They do like an overhead shot of mm -hmm. Fry and Leela like running around a little loop in the sewers and like the mob chasing after them. Again, felt like slightly fancier animation of mm -hmm. the mob seemed to be like I don't I don't I don't even know how to describe it. It, re it reminded me of the Simpsons movie again of like all those mob scenes where it just feels like B 
being 3D animated rather than, I don't know, animated how they normally animate it. <laughs> yeah, fair. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Do you, did you pick that up at all where it's like that, that mob like in that overhead shot as they're yeah. running towards them? It just feels very different. Yeah, it does feel fancier. I agree. There's like something kind of special about it. Yeah, I don't know if I thought of it as like 3D instead of 2D or whatever. Yeah. But, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so they run into this house and there are all these, I mean, very lucky that they picked this house, but sure. news clippings and photos from Leela's life. It's like a timeline of everything that's happened to her and all the best stuff she ever flushed down the toilet. It's like <laughs> a weird Leela museum and I'm the Leela. <laughs> Yes, the things that were flushed down the toilet were her screenplay and then prizes. And for some reason, the letter I wrote sharing my feelings. Yes, yes. And Layla's obviously freaking out by this. She's like, oh my God, I was some, my life has just been some sort of show for a perverted mutant. Yeah, concerning. Yeah, and her freak out gives enough of a break for them to get captured. And they are supposed to get the death penalty, but then these same hooded figures intervene. Yeah, funny line from Pender of, as they're like arguing when they're supposed to get the death penalty. He says, shut up, you two. We can kill ourselves when we get home. Yeah, that's Fry who says that. <laughs> Very yeah. funny. Yeah. And so they are ex yeah, exiled and not allowed to return to the sewer ever again. And Pender's like, oh, cruel fate. Can we really never return to this dank pit of sewage? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, their, their method of exit here is taking a balloon made from discarded Macy's Day Parade balloons. Mm-hmm. Underdog's groin, Bart Simpson's left ear and right shin, Garfield Garfield's owner John's forehead. <laughs> have we talked about Garfield minus Garfield on here? I think we have. I think so. Yeah, it's funny. It's a good joke. I always enjoyed it. <laughs> like the Honestly, sad life of John Arbuckle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So Fry and Bender get out onto the surface, but Leela decides to change her mind. I think it's very funny from Bender. He's like, hurry, we're missing our bus. Yeah, I do like this. I mean, it, it like does not hold up at all throughout the rest of the episode where like the method of exit is taking the balloon up and then this very rickety plank to a very mm-hmm. scary like ladder. I thought that that was like a very cool and intense way to exit the sewer. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, I, this is very much... Uh, nitpicking but like later on like you know Bender just like yells down a sewer grate and they're right there so it doesn't yeah <laughs> but I, th- I thought it was like a cool sequence of like this very dangerous uh way of exiting um yeah it is cool it feel a little bit more epic I agree and then that's where I did notice the animation on when they pull back and we get this like very long view from very like very zoomed out almost of like the balloon and how high up they are. Like they're not yeah. centered in the shot. Like you're seeing how high up they are. It's just kind of cool. Yeah. So yeah. So Leela decides she's going to like dive into the lake and we hear Bender in the background, like I'm getting on the bus. <laughs> yeah. And I said, like in my notes, I have written, it seems very, very dangerous to go head first from this height. I don't think that you're <laughs> supposed to do that, but they initially show her with an octopus head. Did this get you at first? No, I, I mean, uh, I think it is very telegraphed that Leela is actually a mutant. And so none of this will matter or this sewage lake won't matter for her, which is, it's nice that they set that up of like the the lake turns you into a mutant and, you know, it allows you to realize that, oh, Leela has been a mutant the whole time. Yeah, it turns you into a mutant unless you're already a mutant and then it does nothing. Mm-hmm. So it turns out it's just an octopus on her head and the octopus is like, I used to be a little blonde girl named Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> so Leela chases these hooded figures. She's like, oh, they must know something about my parents. And we get a hint there where one of them says, you watch your language, young lady, when she says hell. Yes. We're back at the orphanarium where Fry is like trying to translate the note. Some more really great stuff from the head of the orphanarium of uh, nobody can translate it. Not even Brainzilla. 
not even brainzilla i love when they do shit like that where it's just like so lazy but so <laughs> <Yeah>. funny <laughs> and i also love the the head of the orphanarium he's like just in his office and they're going through stuff with leela and kind of hitting a dead end and he says well would you like some dirt on other orphans <laughs> yeah so would you like some dirt on any other orphans like i'll have to come back for that later <laughs> um, yeah fry also says that like nothing can be a waste of his time because his time is worthless yeah, which I, I very much feel that as we're podcasting for <laughs> hours and hours on Futurama for on a Saturday. listeners. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And so the professor says that he can translate it, but only into a language that's even harder to understand. <laughs> and he puts a note in the machine and Fry's like, wait, isn't that the machine that makes noses? And I, this is the line that I was referring to. And I said, lots of great delivery from the professor. He says, it can do other things. Why shouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, giant machine that can make noses and then also translate messages and also has like a variety of beeps and boops that mean different things. <laughs> yes. He says, even if it's possible, there's no way of knowing how long it's going to take. It could take an hour or 100 million years. And then he says, it, it'll tell you when it's done if it dings twice, but not like that. Slightly more rapid. It's like, ding, ding. It's like, mm, this is a sad head shake. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I guess we're, I'm jumping ahead here, but we get a flashback to when Leela is being mm -hmm. born. And the thing that I noticed during this is that one of the, one of Leela's dad's mutant qualities is that his mouth is sideways when he speaks, yeah. like his mouth goes up and down. Up and down, yeah. Rather than, yeah, it, it's, it's hard to describe, but it's like teeth are sideways and yeah, his mouth is just yeah. rotated 90 degrees. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Rotated 90 degrees. Yeah. And I think one of the things that's especially like tragic about this I don't know it makes it especially tragic, but something that hit me this time that I don't think I'd thought about before is they have this baby and it's giving us Leela's origin story and the, her parents look at this baby. She's beautiful, no extra any anythings. And the doctor says, in my professional opinion, she's the least mutated mutant ever born. And I think one of the things that struck me that I hadn't been struck by before is like these two weren't expecting this. They were expecting to just like have a baby and raise her. Mm. And so it's very much a like, game time decision that they do this to which i think is away. like that's interesting yeah which i think i think is like maybe even more tragic to think about that they hadn't been like planning this all along they were like expecting you know this afternoon we're gonna have our baby and instead they're like no we're actually gonna make this other decision for her right and yeah i mean i think the that, that's a very interesting take i think the like base take and the base emotion of the scene is that they like make this decision to make her life better because she can like escape being an orphan which is also very very touching but yeah thinking about it from the parents perspective of like instantly mm -hmm. having to decide to do that yeah and so I, I think like the fact that they decide like oh this is an opportunity we can give her because why would people suspect that she's a mutant and so yeah so i think it's a, it's very touching to think about it that they decided to go for this. So they say, like, she's cursed to live this horrible, degrading life of a mutant like all of us, especially him. Another shot at the leg guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I also do like like that the the doctor here, it's an ear, 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 nose and throat doctor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good. And a very heartfelt delivery from Leela's mom where she says, maybe we can do better for her. And they give her the little bracelet and say, in some small way, we'll always be with you, even when it doesn't seem like it. And then they start crying. It's very sad. And then... We get a little Easter egg about Leela's mother. If my PhD in exolinguistics is worth anything, yeah. this note should convince them that you're an alien, and that'll be enough to give you a real life. Very impressive for a mutant. I wonder what, like, yeah, mutant universities are like. Mm -hmm. Yes, and exolinguistics, is that just, like, alien languages? Yeah, I would, I would yeah. guess so. <laughs> also, truly devastating line where they run back to the sewer, and her dad says she'll never know where her parents, and Leela's mom says that's our gift to her. Yeah. Brutal. I feel like as I was watching it, I really 
enjoyed the emotion of the final scene, but I feel like I did mm-hmm. not really register. I think I feel like I was fugue stated as, a, as the <laughs> scene was happening of like not really registering that this is an impactful moment. I, I wonder if it's because the format of Futurama is so often like the emotion comes in the last 30 yeah. seconds if they choose to do it. Yeah. And I, so I think I was like especially primed to be devastated by the end by being like, wow, this scene is impactful too. Mm-hmm. But because, yeah, because I just think it makes it feel so earned at the end of like, we did all of this for you. So. But anyway, Lula runs after the mutants that she doesn't know are her parents. And she finds out that, or I guess she confronts them initially. And she's like, why do you have all this stuff? Why have you been watching me? Is this some kind of even more boring Truman show? (laughs) Am I your mutant Dalai Lama? Stop me if I guess it. Yeah. Unfair shot at the Truman show. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. But I guess maybe if you were just like watching the Truman show, the show, that would probably be super boring. I don't know. I watch live feeds, so. True. <laughs> but imagine it without the game. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> For like 20 years. Like a utopia, right? Yeah, right. So they notice that, I think she notices that it's her dad wearing the bracelet or are they both? I don't know. But yeah. she notices that they have a matching bracelet and says, did you steal that from my parents? You robbed my parents. You sick mutants killed them. They were confused aliens lost on earth and you killed them. Just admit it. And they're like, yes, that's right. You guessed it. Yeah, very intense where Leela is like actually going to kill kill them. She likes, mm-hmm. you know, charges her laser uh, and it gets all blue and glowy and electric. And it's like, oh, my God, this is like quite violent. Yeah. So I was noting the good. I mean, Katie Seagal, Seagal, Seagal mm-hmm. very good voice actor all the time. But I was really noticing it in this episode. I think she does a really good job of like that agonized scream of thinking that they killed mm-hmm. her parents, I think is really yeah. well done. I also noticed it a little bit when she was walking across the plank to the ladder. She goes, goes like, whoa, I was like imagining her having to sit in a booth doing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Whoa. Whoa. Um, but yeah, and then all of a sudden Fry falls through the ceiling just as she is, like, as we said before, like she's got her gun, like ready to go. Yeah. Um, and Fry stops her and she says, she's, she's like, Fry, they killed my parents. And he says close and then pulls their heads off. And she just very gently says, they are my parents. Yeah. Very nice. I like that. The analysis that the professor's, uh, machine went through was not, uh, decoding the language, but rather showing that the letter was printed on reusable toilet paper, which was the clue that they're mutants. Yes, primarily used in the sewers. And Fry's yeah. like, oh, I got it, which it seems like a surprising thing for him to figure out. So maybe he had some help yeah. from the professor. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So her parents confess that they wanted her to have a better life. But the note says, your parents love you very much, and they still do. And they never wanted her to know, but you deserved a better life, and you must despise us. And she cries and says, this is the happiest moment of my life, and everyone is sobbing, and I have in here, including me. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, The this ending montage of Leela growing up and her parents watching over her, the, they're, they give her, like, cookies from the from the sewer as she's, like, working working on something. When it's her birthday, she's walking down the street, they leave a birthday present for her, they tuck her into bed at night. All of it is just super amazing. It's, it's yes, really and good. it's the score over top is, like, a... I have it here. The name of the song is called Baby Love Child by the mm. Pizzicato 5. I don't know. And yeah. so the scene was slightly extended due to a desire to include more of the song, which like, yes, makes sense because yeah. it's very powerful, very beautifully done. I think there's like, it kicks off where she's like crawling along as a baby and she's about to get to the stairs and this hand just like reaches out and turns her around. And then it ends with like, she's grown up and they like pull the blanket up over her and yeah. like touch her hair. And I was just like, oh, like, so good. It's it's very beautiful. Yeah. And I think the music really like helps it land. So yeah, handy. I definitely did not expect this coming into the episode. It was not one that I had thought of as like, a, oh, this is an iconic, super emotional episode. But mm-hmm. yeah, and and I, I will say that I did not pick up on the or I wasn't like tuned into the emotions 
during the, these earlier scenes that you were talking about. But yeah, the, mm-hmm. this final scene definitely hit me very hard. It's it's really good. Yeah, it's like you said, it just like makes you feel like, oh shit, I could, should call my parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Who is the winner of this episode? I think there's a clear winner here. Gotta be Leela. Finally figured out where she's from, met her parents. Someone has loved her her whole life. Very mm-hmm. beautiful. And losers of the episode. Maybe the, the girl that was turned into an octopus. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the woman whose wedding dress was ruined. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Lindsay, do you um, think that you, you are speaking very highly of this episode? Is this your favorite episode so far in the entire in the entire run? I don't think so. I think I still really enjoyed some of those other ones, like the funnier ones that mm-hmm. I mentioned, like the Globetrotter one, I think it's probably higher. But I think this one certainly is a very effective one from an emotional standpoint. Mm-hmm. And one that I think the, gets, un- gets overlooked a bit. Like I think people think of the brother one and the dog and I don't think this yeah. one gets heralded in the same way. But definitely like knowing coming into it, I was like, oh, it's got that scene at the end with the baby on the stairs. I had forgotten about the like pulling up the blanket over grown up Leela and that hit way yeah. harder than it ever has before. Yeah, as adults. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. It's like I've talked to my sister a bit about this where like watching The Simpsons as an adult now, it's like, oh, that's kind of how kids talk. Like I think yeah. <laughs> watching Bart and Lisa, you're like, oh, that is how kids argue. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, it hits different. But... Yeah, I, I, I was going to say the exact same thing, especially not really knowing that, not knowing this episode uh, yeah that ending hit harder than the brother episode to me just Mm -hmm. because i knew that the brother episode was going to end with a you know really solid 30 seconds and Mm -hmm. yeah this one just kind of came out of nowhere and i think i liked it more than the brother one yeah i i yeah i would definitely agree with that and i think i think part of it is like being let in on it maybe contributes to Mm -hmm. that a bit too where it's like it's allowed to have this emotional impact versus you're like oh yancy sucks like all through the episode (laughs) right (laughs) yeah um, next week, Alex, the episode is called Where the Bugalo Roam. Okay. I feel like this is a famous one where you say, or maybe we have looked it up in the past because you have said that it is problematic. Is it this is, the, yes. is this one of the, the not great ones? Yeah, this one I don't like. <laughs> uh, I think it's just like a bad episode in my mind. I think, I think there are some problematic racial elements to this. Right. So I would guess that this is like, you know, cowboys, Native Americans, Mm -hmm. uh, where the buffalo roam kind of stuff. This is where I would guess. And if there are problematic elements, I would guess that it is along those lines. Yes. Just in case we do too, again, the next time we record, I'm also going to tell you what the one after that is called. So we can play this game in advance. The next one is called A Pharaoh to Remember. A Pharaoh to Remember. And you had said that this is one of the better ones. Yeah, I mean, I'll guess like Egypt planet of the week. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How can people get in touch with us if they would like to do so? Yes. Right in pot of tomorrow at gmail.com at pot of tomorrow on Twitter. Yeah. Thank you for continuing to listen. I feel like we've gotten more fan engagement as we have been threatening to end the podcast yes. slash destroy Twitter. <laughs> people seem very appreciative of consistent episodes. So I'm glad that we've been able to do that. Yeah, we're going to keep plugging along for the time being. Uh, Lindsay's very busy, so recording to it once here. We might record to it once next time we record. But yeah, we'll, we'll try to keep th- these things going for a bit. Yes, try to keep your feed consistent. We I mean, know we love consistency around here. So Yes. Uh, yes. All right. So with that, we will see you next time for Where the Bugalo Roam. Bye.